This episode of Turns Out I'm Into It is brought to you by the Harley Rabbit Audio Playhouse, a virtual club specialising in kink and BDSM audio fantasies. These aren't audiobooks, they're immersive audio experiences that put you in the story, allowing you to explore your deepest, darkest fantasies, all within the privacy of your own headphones. Specialising in CNC and other forms of sexual power play, these stories are not for the faint-hearted. But if you're curious, then follow the Harley Rabbit to harleyrabbit.com. Right now, we're offering listeners of this podcast a 25% discount on a fantasy of your choice. Use the code INTOIT23 at the checkout and see where the rabbit hole takes you. Turns out I'm into it. Into it. Hello, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome back to Turns Out I'm Into It, the show all about helping you discover your kinky self and live your best sex life. Boy, do I have some stories for you today. I have been super excited to do a show where I'm actually reflecting on some kinky experiences as I've gone through them. So last week, um, I mentioned to you guys that I had a party coming up. And I was excited about that. And I'd put my hand up to do some impact play. Um, This was with a new uh, partner or playmate, whatever you want to, whatever term you want to use. He's given me permission to use his name um, in this show, which is great. It just keeps things nice and simple. Um, So he goes by the name Mr. Darcy, obviously a Pride and Prejudice fan. And... Yeah, I think I told you last week that he'd sent me through some questions um, regarding this upcoming impact play session or scene that we were um, planning to do at this party. And I haven't actually negotiated a scene so formally before. So initially that felt um, a little bit overwhelming uh, at, at the beginning. But by the end, I really came around to that idea of having this Um, set of questions that he had put together over the course of his experience. And the questions were really around what I was hoping to get out of the scene and also um, what I was and wasn't comfortable with. He went into quite a bit of detail about that. Um, And having this, all this communication worked out in the beginning helped me feel a lot more comfortable Um, It really showed that he wanted to understand exactly where my limits and boundaries were and also that he really wanted this to be a positive experience for me. So these are all really good signs. So that was a bit of a recap as to where we left off last week. Um, But for this episode, I thought I would do it in three parts. So take you through how I was feeling and what my experience was through the pre-party jitters um, during the experience and also after um, I'd had a bit of of a chance to reflect. So pre-party, so leading up up to the party while I was getting ready, getting dressed and all that, um, I was feeling a little nervous um, and I was really making sure that I was checking in with myself to see, to really monitor those feelings and make sure that I was still wanting to go ahead with this. And I absolutely was. Um, honestly, I feel like some of that anxiety was probably just some regular good old social anxiety. Sometimes just being 
at a party and and socializing and trying not to make a fool of yourself can be like a whole thing on its own. So definitely got to attribute some of my nerves to the social side of things. But that said, I also needed to acknowledge that I have literally signed up to be stripped naked, tied up and flogged in front of a room full of people. So credit where it's due. I think it's kind of fair that I was feeling a little bit nervous about that. As I said, I was consistently checking in with myself and overall I was feeling nervous but also excited and comfortable enough that I had control over this situation and that I trusted the people, everyone that was going to be there um, and also Mr. Darcy who was going to be doming me for that scene. I knew that this was an experience that I wanted to have. Um, I didn't feel pressured into it by anyone um, and I was confident that I would be able to call it off if I needed to at any point and that wouldn't be an issue. So I think these are all really key things to just check in with yourself about um, if you're ever leading up to a kinky experience and you're having some of those pre, pre, uh, I don't know what you would call it, um, pre kink scene nerves. Um, but just make sure that that's a healthy nervousness and not like a, an actual anxiety that's indicative of you being really uncomfortable with something or something being wrong. I actually made a couple of notes in my phone about how I was feeling at the time because I really wanted to give you guys an honest insight into what was going through my head. And one of the things I wrote down was even showing up is an accomplishment. So I just wanted to acknowledge to myself that a lot of people never even get this far. And even putting my hand up and saying yes and going to this party was a courageous thing to do for myself because I really wanted to have this experience. Some other thoughts that I've written down here was that while there was no pressure from anyone else, I was feeling a little bit of pressure from myself that I was actually putting on myself. Um, I felt like I really wanted to prove that I can take a, a good flogging Um, I was a little bit worried about how my pain tolerance would be on the night in those, um, in that environment. I actually spoke on a previous episode of this podcast about, um, the role that endorphins play in your pain tolerance. Um, so the amount of pain you can withstand and, and how that pain feels, whether it feels bad or good, um, is really dependent on your mindset at the time. And that can be quite unpredictable. So I was a little bit worried that, um, if I wasn't comfortable, I would have to immediately tap out. And I was, I'm human. I, I wanted, I want people to think that I can, that I'm tough and I'm a good sub, but honestly, that's just my own pressure that I'm putting on myself and anyone who was there would have totally understood if I tapped out at any time. Another concern that I'd noted down was body image. So I was, as I mentioned before, signing up to be completely naked um, in front of a lot of people. And um, whilst I've been topless at a few parties before and, and have felt fairly confident about that, I wasn't really sure about the bottoms um, and Mr. D- Mr. Darcy had asked me specifically about this, what what level of nakedness I was comfortable with um, and I'd said to him, look, this is 
this might be fine. I, I might be completely okay with it, but I am a little bit shy about my bottom half. So I'll just um, I'll wear some cheeky undies and see how I'm feeling at the time. And that was great. It was really good to have that com- conversation and know that there would be no expectations for me to get completely naked if I wasn't feeling it. His response to that message was super reassuring um, and telling me that this was really all about me feeling comfortable and having a good experience. So again, that was reinforcing that um, trust and belief that I was going to be under the care of someone who I feel has my best interests at heart. And that is critical. There's no way I'd be putting myself in a situation like this if I didn't trust the people that were involved. My last little note here um, as to what I was thinking before this party was about what to wear. Like that's that's the real question here, right? What do you wear to a kink party? Specifically a kink party like this where there was going to be a blow up pool filled with slime that I was definitely <laughs> keen on getting involved in. So I wanted like typically I would wear something like a corset, but I thought if I'm going to be taking my clothes off for um, the impact play and also the slime pool, I don't want to be having to get in and out of a corset. So I was thinking needs to be something a little bit um, easier to remove. Um, and again, I wasn't sure how I would be feeling about having my bottoms off. So I thought, bathe the bottoms, you know, something I don't mind getting wet and if they get wrecked, that's fine. Um, so I went with bathe the bottoms and, um, a skirt and a sexy bra, um, which is great because it means I can just wear a big baggy t-shirt over the top when I'm in public heading to the party and then I can strip off when I get inside. So that worked really well. Moving on to section two of this story, what happened at the party? As expected, I was feeling a little bit nervous um, when we first arrived and I was glad that I didn't need to rush into anything. I had plenty of time to have a couple of drinks, have a few chats with people and really settle into the space. There was a pretty fun point in the night where two of the lovely girls that were there got uh, tied together and made into human fairy bread <laughs> for something um, a little bit different. So yeah, they were, they were tied together and, and Mr. Darcy decided to douse them in syrup and hundreds and thousands, um, which was very messy and very, very fun. There was lots of giggling and it really set the atmosphere um, for getting up to some kinky fun shenanigans. These two girls are absolutely beautiful as well. So even for me, who is pretty much a hundred percent straight, unfortunately. Um, but even for me, I was thinking this is pretty hot. (laughs) These girls are gorgeous. So that was a lot of fun. After those shenanigans, it was time for my impact play scene. And Before we got started, Mr. Dusty pulled me aside and just had a little check-in with me to make sure I was feeling comfortable and okay, um, which I was. And he asked if I was comfortable taking all my clothes off, which I absolutely was. I was obviously feeling really comfortable and relaxed in this space with these people. 
Um, and I had absolutely no hesitation about taking all my clothes off. So that was a really good start. He put some uh, restraints around my wrists and my ankles and um, really cleverly had these um, anchor points at uh, it was in a uh, like a double door frame um, with no doors on it and at the hinges on either side of the frame he'd taken a screw out and attached the the anchor points for the restraints so um, for, at top and bottom in all four corners so no need to drill into the walls um, this was a rental property so that was actually pretty ingenious I think um, not many properties have double doors like that, but I would totally recommend it as a really convenient setup if you've got something like that in your place. Once I was all strapped in and couldn't get away, um, Darcy checked that I was comfortable once again. Um, he'd also told me that he would check in with me quite regularly throughout the scene, just quietly, just to make sure I was doing okay. Um, and knowing that again, really helped to calm my nerves and make me, um, more comfortable to relax into this experience. Once things got started, the whole room got nice and quiet, which I've mentioned to you guys, maybe once or twice before that I'm definitely an exhibitionist and really enjoy having people watching, um, these kinky scenes. So this was really fun for me. Mr. Darcy took a lot of time to warm me up, um, starting with, I think it was, I mean, I couldn't see, um, but I think it was a paddle uh, that he used just to bring all the blood to the surface of my skin and help prepare me for all those intense sensations that were about to come. And this is a really important step in impact play. You can't just go for it straight away or it's going to hurt so much. You need to really lead your body into the experience and gradually increase that um, intensity. At this point, I was already aware of how high my pain tolerance was. The paddle immediately felt amazing. It barely stung at all. And this was a huge moment of relief for me because as I mentioned during those pre-party jitters, one of my concerns was that I wouldn't be able to relax into this and actually take a lot of punishment. So this was the moment where I really realized that this scene was going to be a lot of fun. As the scene progressed, Mr. Darcy used quite a few different implements, impact play implements, um, which provides a lot of different sensations. Typically implements are more stingy or thuddy. That's a broad distinction between them, um, but also some are much more intense than others. So a, a light paddle, for example, is a really good warm up tool. Also a flogger. Um, they're the ones with the big um, leather tassels on them. Um, typically those are like they provide a lot of sensation, but they're not super painful. Then on the other end of the spectrum, You've got um, things like canes that are really quite painful. And while Mr. Darcy and I had been negotiating previously, one of the questions he asked was about the level of intensity I was comfortable with, with a cane specifically. Um, and I, I think I wrote mild because I know 
just how extreme these can be. Um, but I was so relaxed. My pain tolerance was so high that I enjoyed the shit out of the cane. So I was able to ask him that when he checked in with me, I asked him if he could go a bit harder. And that made me feel really proud of myself too. The other uh, implement that he had, I don't even know what it's called. He had nicknamed it Mr. Wickham. Um, I'm not very familiar with Pride and Prejudice, but from what I've been told, Mr. Wickham is not a very friendly character. Um, so this thing, it was like a really heavy, either rubber or silicon strap, but it really slapped hard. Um, so that was a lot of fun to play with as well. One of the things that I enjoyed the most was whenever I'd get a reaction from the audience, um, I'm such a performer. Um, I've mentioned on this show before that my background is in music. Um, so I really enjoy getting that feedback from an audience. And this really led to this really fun, playful dynamic between uh, Mr. Darcy and I, where I was actually being quite bratty and um, provoking him to be a bit meaner, um, being a bit cheeky. And this was actually quite new for me. I'm not a bratty sub, so it was fun to be able to play with a new side of myself. One of the biggest takeaways I realised when I was reflecting on this experience was this moment where I was actually able to fully relax into receiving this attention. So as much as I say I'm an exhibitionist, I do really struggle accepting attention from other people. I tend to worry too much about what they're thinking or what they think of me. Am I hogging the attention? Am I taking attention away from someone else? Has the attention been on me for too long now? Do I deserve this attention? All of these are thoughts that typically go around my head and prevent me from enjoying experiences like this. But in this case, I felt like I knew that everyone in that room was enjoying this experience. It's, I, I, I know this from watching other people's scenes at parties like this. It's a real honor to be able to witness something so intimate and personal. And it's super interesting to watch. I knew that everyone who was in that room understood this and understood how fun and exciting this was for me and probably found watching this really sexy and that made me feel sexy and feel good about myself. Remember I mentioned the the body confidence issues. Well, this experience of being able to accept all of this attention and feel confident and sexy and desirable and fun, that's hella good for your self-esteem, right? It was really special to be able to just let go of all of those anxious thoughts and just be in this moment and enjoy myself. I was having a great time. Now, dear listener, what happens when you are feeling super relaxed and your pain tolerance is really high and you're doing a bunch of impact play? Any takers? Well, this is usually when you get into that delicious subspace. And I talked about subspace on, I think it was episode three. It's basically where your body is responding to pain um, with endorphins. 
you get this endorphin rush. Now, that's what makes your pain tolerance become really high. Um, And it also makes you feel very happy and very floaty. Subspace is literally an altered state of consciousness. You're actually getting high off a chemical that your body, your own body is producing, but it is still altering your consciousness. And this is super duper fun um, and kind of the peak of a submissive's experience. I'm not actually sure how long this scene went on for. I think it was around about half an hour, but you could have said 20 minutes or two hours and I would have believed you. Um, but I feel like Mr. Darcy did an excellent job of reading my body language, um, of checking in with me to see where I was at. Um, and he really called it at the right time. Um, he asked me whether I'd had enough or not. And I, um, after some spurring on initially, um, once I'd felt like I'd really got to push my limits with those more intense implements with the cane and, and with, the uh, Mr. Wickham, Um, by then I'd had enough, I was done. Um, and he checked in with me at exactly the right time. Once we were wrapping it up, he asked Slade, my partner to come over and, um, he took my restraints off. I noticed he did that really slowly and carefully because my arms had been locked in the same position for quite some time. Um, and he escorted Slade and I into Uh, his bedroom so we could have a private space um, to lay down and chill out and have some aftercare. And I was really glad that he knew to ask Slade to be a part of that because at the end of the day, Slade is my love and the person that I feel the most comfortable with. Um, And we do a lot of scenes ourselves, so he really understands the type of aftercare that I need. I don't have to ask for anything. Um, He's already got a glass of water. He's already um, giving me a big cuddle and uh, running his fingers up and down my my back, which I find really soothing. It feels lovely, but it also is something to focus on. I feel like that um, gentle, long touch is really mindful. Like I can really just focus on where his fingers are running along my body and really just settle down and relax into that. So excellent aftercare. Aftercare is so important. I, after this scene, I was, as much as I had a great time, your body has also been put through something quite intense. Um, So there's a lot of blood pumping around. There's a lot of um, adrenaline and cortisol in the system. And you really just need a moment to chill the fuck out. At this point in the night, I could have gone home and I would have had I would have been totally satisfied with this experience. But as we, Slade and I were laying there in the bedroom, we could hear some more shenanigans starting to happen um, out in the living room as the girls decided to jump in the slime pool. So I was pretty wrecked by this time, but there was no way I was passing up the opportunity to get naked and jump in a slime pool with a bunch of gorgeous girls. As expected, this was super fun. The slime was so slippery. Uh, you like it could barely hold yourself up in the pool. So it was just a blow up kiddie pool in the living room. Quite a big one, actually. Um, and 
yeah, you just were sliding all over the place. At one point we were trying to make a human whirlpool and we were just sliding around everywhere and um, giggling and having an absolute blast. So that was a really wonderful way to cap off the night. I remember saying to Slade on the drive home that I was so amazed at just how much I enjoyed that experience. I knew that I would enjoy it, but I didn't quite realize just how much I would enjoy it and how comfortable I would feel, how sexy I would feel, how much pain I was able to take and enjoy for you know, I've done some impact play scenes before, but this was definitely the most intense that I'd done um, publicly at a party. And it just felt so right for me. And in that moment, I, I was thinking about how I really feel I belong in this scene. I don't think I've ever felt like I've truly belonged anywhere. Even through my whole music career, I love music, but I always felt like a little bit of an outsider I was always a little bit nervous about how people were receiving me and what they would think of me and whether I was good enough. But this community, it is such a safe space for me. And I'm so fucking grateful to have experiences like this. All right. So for the last part of this episode, um, sorry, I know it's been a bit of a long one, um, but I just wanted to briefly chat about the couple of days following this experience. So Mr. Darcy was a good dom and checked in with me after 24 hours and again after 48 hours just to make sure that I was feeling good about everything that had happened, if I had any concerns to let him know um, and just to check in with how I was doing. So a lot of the time um, it's quite common for subs who have experienced subspace to then experience what's called sub drop, which is basically once all those feel-good chemicals leave your brain and you start feeling um, quite down and quite vulnerable. Um, This is a really normal part of this process. It doesn't always happen. Um, Fortunately for me, it didn't happen to me this time, but I've definitely had experiences where I have felt quite um, emotional following an intense BDSM scene. So really nice to know that um, Mr. Darcy was just checking in on my welfare there. Um, And I was checking in with myself as well, just making sure that once everything had settled down, that I was still happy with how everything went. Um, And I was, it was really good. My butt bruises have been slowly developing over the last few days, and I've been very proud of those. Um, I've actually posted a couple of photos of those on FetLife. If you're curious, I will leave a link in the uh, show notes for this episode. Um, lastly, before I go, um, the other thing I did in the the couple of days following was check in with my partner Slade. Um, so he was obviously there watching the experience the whole time. Um, and he'd been, he's always super supportive and encouraging of me having all sorts of different experiences with different people. Um, and as much as he's really comfortable with that, there's still, you know, feelings of jealousy and unease can pop up at any time. So it was really important to just check in with him and make sure um, and just see how he was feeling. And ultimately he was feeling really positive about it. Um, He had a couple of little jealous twinges in there that he told me about, but that's more about 
just wanting to reassert his position as my dom and I don't mind when that side of him pops up at all because it's very fun to play with. <laughs> um, all right, I might have to wrap this up pretty soon because my neighbor has just decided to start mowing his lawn, as I'm sure you can hear. I hope that's not too distracting. Um, I know this has been a bit of a longer episode, but I really feel like sharing openly about these experiences um, are hopefully at the very least entertaining for you. But more importantly, if you're new to this scene um, and you're wanting to have experiences like this, hopefully I can give you some key takeaways about what to look for to make sure that you have a safe and positive experience. So just to recap a little bit there, um, I was checking in with myself the entire time to make sure that any nervousness I was experiencing was healthy and more about feeling excited about pushing, pushing my boundaries um, and trying something new. But those nerves were never at a point that I was feeling pressured into doing something I didn't want to do. It's so really important to keep an eye on how you're feeling. The other key takeaway is making sure that the person or people that you're playing with are safe people that have your best interest at heart. So Mr. Darcy consistently proved to me that he respected my boundaries and that he wanted to make sure that I was okay and happy and comfortable with everything that was happening. I think I will leave it there for now. If you've enjoyed the show, please help other people to find it by leaving a rating or a review. Those things really make a big difference for a new podcast like this. So would be much appreciated. Till next time, play safe, have fun, and I'll see you soon. Turns out I'm into it. Into it. Into it. Thanks for listening to Turns Out I'm Into It. If you've enjoyed this episode, please remember to hit subscribe and leave a rating and review. This will help other people just like you to find this podcast. If you have any comments or questions, you can reach out to me on FetLife or through the Harley Rabbit website. My name on Fet is Harley Rabbit, or one word, or you can message me direct through the website. Go to harleyrabbit.com forward slash podcast. I hope you've enjoyed listening to the show. I will be back soon with another episode exploring the wonderful world of kink. Turns out. Turns out.